You are now rocking with the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Yeah, hell yeah, I, I believe I want to fight. Shit, that's just like, that's just like when you believe that you want cheese on that burger. <laughs> you know what you're looking for. Damn, son, where'd you find this? We're excited to tell y'all about something super special Vans cooked up. It's the Park Payout Video Contest. Vans is partnering with five indoor skate parks across Canada starting January 28th. It's already on, baby. Go until February 28th. To enter, all you got to do is film your best one-minute video clip at any of the participating skate parks, post the clip on Instagram, tag the local park, and hashtag Vans Park Payout. All entries will be judged by members of the Vans Canada team, and the winner at each location will win $1,000 cash. Secure the bag, baby. The skate parks are Spin in Montreal, judged by E.T., the Skate Loft in Toronto, judged by Lee Yanku, the Edge Skate Park in Winnipeg, judged by Una Farrar, the Compound in Calgary, judged by Riley Boland, and SBC Restaurant in Vancouver, judged by the one and only Adam Hopkins. Submission deadline is February 28th. A thousand cash? <laughs> Yo, D. Jones, am I too old to join this contest? Yo, I might have to shoot Lee Yanku a little text and uh, maybe tell him I'll give him 500. Oh, you about to do it the Patriot way, eh? Yeah. You're never too old for that, baby. Yo, Lee, let's get a session, brother. Vans Park payout is just another reason why they're the number one shoe in skateboarding. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. Yo, it's season eight, week three. Yo, let's dedicate this one to Dwayne Wade, all-time great, number three for the Miami Heat. It's his last rodeo, man. Yeah, I could get down with that. Wade County, stand up. We doing this one for y'all, man. As y'all know, I'm D. Jones. I got the ghost right here. Ants one behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still. My dog, what we got popping this week? It's a big week in Studio E, man. The people have been saying they want more Canadians. So we had to go get one of the biggest, baddest legend in Canadian skateboarding history, Mr. Mike Hasty. Then we taking y'all straight to the post office where shit's popping every week. And then <laughs> some NFL awards, some NBA shit talk. Yo, it's the rundown, man. Hey, like the last two weeks past, we got another contest for y'all. Why, you ask? Because we do it for the people, man. What's on the docket this week with CHPO? Oh, man, CHPO's out here trying to give more watches and sunglasses to the people. So let's break it down for y'all. You want to watch? This is how you get it. The first person to correctly email us at thebuntlive at gmail.com how much CHPO brand has donated to Skatistan will instantly win a prize package of two CHPO watches and two CHPO sunglasses to share with a friend or keep for yourself, whatever you want to do. Little hint for y'all out there, chpobrand.com has the answer. 
So get there while you can, and you'll have diamonds on your wrist like me and Dono in no time. And while you're at it, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Like us on Facebook at The Bunt, and keep sending in them emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. We can't do the post office without y'all. Like we said, this week we got Mike Hasty in the building, Canadian living legend. As young bucks dropping our little Nolly Smiths, we always looked up to the big dog. <laughs> Red Dragon goon for life, had a hell of a career, and now we got the man in Studio E. So let's stop farting around and get into this interview. Donald, head your ass to the fridge. You know what time it is. I'm on my way, dog. I'm grab a couple green cans of Canada's premium Pilsner. Steam whistle, baby. The only buzz. All right, man, we got Mike Hasty in the building. True Canadian legend. Dog, what's happening? I just got home from work. Talking to you guys now. <laughs> hey, man, just for the record, what are you sipping on right now? Steam whistle, baby. Buzz. The only yeah. buzz, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you so, drink those on the regs or was, was it just for this special occasion? No, like, so I got this thing, like, whenever I go over to some friends' houses, like, I always drink Pilsner, but I'll drink, mm-hmm. like, the old-style Pilsner or whatever, and then when I go to my friends' houses that have, like, the classy people over, I bring yeah. the old steam whistle, man, because it's in a nice, <laughs> it's in a nice glass bottle, and, Yeah. Hell got it styled out it's about as styly as i get man when i'm drinking beer <laughs> i love it yeah. the only buzz <laughs> so we start every show off the same hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment skate moment i was trying to like think about this and like th- i don't know there's so many things happen in my little jaunt and skateboarding there but one that stuck out to me the most probably was like around slam city jam there I think it was after like the RDS FSU 2002 video came out. Uh, I was at uh, Slam City Jam and Jeremy Ray came up to me. And he's like, "What's up, Mike?" And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> how do you know my name?" I'm like, I, "I'm supposed to know your name, right?" I I love Jeremy Ray, man. He was just such a rad mm-hmm. skateboarder back in like the 90s there, and yeah, so that was pretty awesome for me. And then I I do have another one because it's kind of like I'm just like a fan, I guess, right? But I was in oh, yeah, Australia one year, and uh, I was trying to do this, like, crooked grind popover on this stupid long rail, and uh, Chad Musco was there, and he was, like, standing beside me, like, you get this, man, like, just hyping it up, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was pretty rad. It was at a contest in Melbourne, right, and I don't know, it was funny, so that always kind of, so I'll remember that shit forever, Yeah. and then, uh, yeah, it was sports, like, I'm not like the hugest sports fan or anything, but uh, this mm-hmm. summer my buddy got married and we went to Seattle and we went to a Sounders game, which okay. was pretty rad. Like the stadium there was insane. Soccer's mm-hmm. boring as fuck, but like it was pretty fun. Like yeah. being in that. But when crowd. they score, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like the atmosphere was insane. And then uh, we went to a Mariners game right after, and it was that playoff game where uh, the pitcher balked. And then they mm-hmm. lost. I don't know if you remember they that. They walked this the guy summer. in, yeah. Yeah, they walked the guy in and <laughs> ended up. Yeah, it was pretty funny. The crowd Watch went nuts, it. and everyone like. And it took like us a minute too to realize, like, holy fuck, you just balked. Like I used, <laughs> I, I used to be a baseball fan. I played baseball for years, so that was mm-hmm. pretty rad going to that. That's a pretty cool trip back to back. 
two events and then you guys was a little bachelor party yeah 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 stag bachelor party yeah i know it was pretty good Mm -hmm. man it was kind of hard though dude two games back to back like yeah stadium (laughs) pines and yeah exactly soccer and baseball but we were slow games yeah we survived lots of steam whistles to go on there (laughs) yeah well no and the american pints too right they're like yeah stupid big Uh, i wasn't complaining (laughs) uh so tell us about growing up in bc how'd you get into skateboarding well a couple of like my neighborhood kids that i lived around eric and what were the other guys' names? My neighbor Sandy, like, we used to just kind of ride around on skateboards because I lived in a cul-de-sac. So we kind of pretended like the cul-de-sac was, like, the ocean or whatever, and we'd, like, use hockey sticks and skate <laughs> around and, like, just just be, like, kids, right? And then uh, mm-hmm. my cousin Brad, who's a few years older than me, was, like, totally into skating. And uh, I used to go watch him skate at the ranch and stuff, and then he finally gave me a board and kind of just went from there this other dude down the street victor had a little quarter pipe at his house and i used to like take my board to school and like sneak over there and like try to drop in on it and roll up and down it and stuff and that was basically like the where i got hooked man like just pushing around ladder with my buddies and that was cool that was kind of the so dope that was the way that it all happened man like fucking thank my god my cousin did that because he he never really stuck with it but i did so i'm just like i'm glad that i i was there for the moment when he was into skating right Mm -hmm. to pass it on yeah exactly so what was your first big break in the skate industry where did it all get started i guess it was like getting hooked up with like the red dragon guys like i was out in what was that it's out in north van i think and there was a Mm -hmm. contest actually yeah there was a contest and I had a I had a boarding house shirt. I don't know if you guys remember that the boarding house. You guys got some no. toast going or what? Yeah, <laughs> a little toaster. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had this boarding house shirt on, and like the boarding house was what the skate ranch was, right? Kevin Harris and them, and and uh, I can't remember his name, John Romando, and a couple other guys. They had the shop, and it had a big rip in the back of it. It was like a haggard shirt, and. Uh, I think I might have gotten like second in that contest and Moses just came up to me he's like hey man the boarding house isn't hooking you up and I'm like no no they never have and he's like well he gave me this card and it was like Moses Acona and RDS Skate Supply and then he turned it around and wrote on the back and at that time Sid Clark and Jake Stewart were working at RDS and so he wrote on the back Mike Hasty spelt my name wrong I still got this card (laughs) H-A-S-T-Y Mike Mike Hasty now rides for RDS is entitled to said benefits. So I was Damn. like, yeah, I was like <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, just like that. And I was like, fuck, it's sweet, man. So maybe the next weekend I got like the balls to like get back on the bus and take the C bus out to North Van and go get my said benefits. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk in there and do you guys know Jake Stewart at all? He rode no. for like Platinum and he was around. I think he's from Winnipeg, but he moved down to the states anyways yeah, didn't he, he frontside flipped over the rail downtown here right i don't know the big rail across from td bars probably was it like sure. was it like name was it like muska style frontside flip yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah jake was like he was known for that shit yeah <laughs> but he was he uh anyways yeah so i walk in and i'm like hey like moses said i can come here and get a board and a t-shirt or whatever right and i give him this card and he's like i can't just fucking hand this shit to you so i was like what really and then so i kind of like pushed it for a bit i think 
he ended up calling or Sid was there too and he called Moses and he was like, yeah, fucking hook him up or whatever. But like Jake was like super like hesitant to give me anything. I'm like, look at man, it's like it's like Moses' signature on this card, right? <laughs> Damn, that's fucking so dope. TFA yeah. man, you know that total fucking asshole attitude. Jake had, <laughs> Jake had it. Really? You got your box, man. That's what's up. That's how we do. Yeah. Would you Would you grab in that first fucking epic box? I think it was just like an RDS like shop board and a T-shirt and maybe a hat or something. It wasn't anything crazy it was like Damn, it was Jake like was stingy on that yeah. that's, that's sick just to show up with the card and be like listen <laughs> yeah man, it's right here dog yeah you know what when when my wife and i we moved like four years ago i was like looking through all my shit and i found that card in this old wallet that my grandpa gave me and i was like fuck yeah dude that's rad i'm keeping that's that so shit <laughs> gotta keep that yeah. yeah how many people did you tell you were on rds before you like confirmed it oh instantly <laughs> Went down there. instantly yeah yeah <laughs> everyone knew yeah if you, if you if you got rejected that would have been so embarrassing <laughs> yeah I know. come back on the train empty-handed yeah yeah and then they'd be like i fucking told you you idiot like it probably wasn't even moses right but whatever it worked out in the end man so yeah that yeah. was that was kind of like the I guess, yeah, like the first break or whatever you want to call it. They started hooking me up. I think I was around 16 years old or so. And then, like, shit just kind of, like, rolled over from there, I guess. I think when I got on them, I, I was going to ride for one of those fucking companies that, like, Galea rode for, like, back in Ottawa. It was like, yeah. that, you know that board company? Like, uh, shit, I can't remember what the name of it is. Oh, me neither. There's a bunch of dudes that rode for it, but it was one of, like, Galea's first sponsors. District, District. yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah it was, Damn, I yeah. I said that super low just in case I was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't really want to say it either, but fucking... Yeah, so it was District, and then uh, Peter Sullivan, he was working at Center at the time, and I think uh, I talked to him, and I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to get on District, and he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> he's like, you're not fucking riding for that whack shit, and I was like... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. He called. <laughs> Sorry. I, that's, that's just the way he was, right? He's like, so his alternative was, you're going to ride for World Industries. Oh, and I was like, right. ah, sweet, whatever. So then I started getting uh, world boards, I guess, through center or whatever. And then, fuck. Snowballed from there? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I think, <laughs> I can't remember how it happened. I was like, I think I was like sending them videos and stuff like that. And then like trying to like, make my way down to california and how the fuck did that work dude you guys like this is way like going so far back man (laughs) but uh i I think what happened was actually i won a contest so then i was having the opportunity i'm like yeah i'm getting down to california and i was only like 17 so i think it was the vans warped tour it was they sent me down to california and i skated in a contest and like Chris Cole was there and like PJ Ladd and like all these like young heads, right? Mm-hmm. And uh I called the guys at World and I was like, Hey, like yeah, I was just down at this contest and all this shit and uh, fucking Rodney, the guy that was a team manager at the time, he's like, Yeah, no, like Chris Cole saw you there. He said like <laughs> said you weren't that good. Oh <laughs> shit. And yeah. then, like, I was like, Was Chris oh, Cole shit. on World Industries? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote for World then. Yeah, he had, like, the big yellow Holy. tees and all that shit. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And I was like, damn. Because Rodney, he was a pretty straightforward guy. And I was like, all right, whatever. But I still, like, rode their boards for a while. And then I think that's 
how the Dark Star thing came around eventually, right? Mm. Wasn't yeah, good enough for a world, and Chris Cole so I had to go to Dark Star. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny how back then it's just word of mouth. Like Chris Cole could have made or like changed the course of your career. Oh, with, like his comments, and he was probably not much older. Yeah, than I did so, skate like shit there too. Like I, that wasn't my. I don't know. Not to say I was like a fucking good skateboarder, at, like overall, but it was just like contests weren't my thing, dude. Didn't yeah, do it. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So you mentioned Moses earlier, as many know. Uh, he's a bit of an enforcer, or maybe back then he was known as a, an RDS enforcer. Yeah. Um, do you have any any crazy Moses stories that maybe people haven't heard before? Fuck, dude. Yeah, this one time. <laughs> Perfect. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to always like we used to always go up to like Alberta to go see like Glenn Suggett and like just do like demos and party and stuff and. Uh, I can't remember where we were. I think we were in St. Albert because that's where Suggett lived. And we went to this like strip club because you always go to a strip club when you're in Alberta because it's just like <laughs> that's where you go. Throwing loonies at chicks and stuff. It's freaking, it was weird, man. Like it wasn't like that in BC. So for us, like me being like 19, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I think what happened was some guy called me like Fred Durst or something and I probably had like the red hat on and fucking we got into this fight and and Moses just kind of came flying in, right? Like, I don't know, like tried to get the bouncer off of me and the next thing you know, like this guy just got like this handful of Moses hair, like and I remember like looking up and over and like Moses had this bald spot and this guy's got like this grip of like fucking oh, hair in his hand. Fuck. And it got pretty gnarly because like, I don't know, like Alberta's... Who knows oh, yeah. those so guys like Hell's Angels or whoever the hell they were, man? But they chased us around the parking lot. I think I hid under a boat for a while. Like, <laughs> oh my god, it was fucking sketchy, man. Yeah, but I don't know, just all sorts of shit, dude. He just he was funny. Like I remember, same thing. Like in Alberta, and he like got like right. It was in the RDS FSU video, I think, two thousand two, when he's kind of like in the security guard's face, and and Moses is like, dude, like. Sometimes you just gotta claim it. Like, I might not have been able to take that guy, but just claim it. <laughs> like, fucking get crazy. Like, that was just his oh. style, dude. He was rad. I love Moses. And I ain't trying to claim shit. No, nah, not when I was him, anyway. Skate tricks when I'm drunk. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or going on a session in those early morning sessions. Uh, so, RDS FSU turned out to be a skateboarding classic. Did you guys know it at the time that you were working on an all time great skate video? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I think we were just skating and like it was so fresh for me because it was like all these trips going like going with like Ryan Smith and like Mac now and like just getting to see all this shit go down firsthand. It was like the hype just kept going and going and going and I like all like the shit inside of that video, like the I don't know, like the little side things, you know, like the crazy chick in Calgary and like, you know, on that flat bar, like I never saw all that stuff. So like, all, like the intro, all that stuff that I think that made that video super rad. Oh yeah. Like and the music didn't know. It was just like, I just knew that like Mac now was slaying, Ryan Smith was killing it. Like who else was in there? Russ. Like, yeah. Russ. Like, oh man, that was so rad having Russ around on those trips back then. <laughs> Yeah, I can't picture Russ on on those trips. He's so like mellow. Yeah, no, for sure. But Russ, fucking, he would get he would get pretty juicy with this man. 
<laughs> oh shit might have to have russ on for round two yeah. special yeah well he was a north fan loke right i think that's like how he got on and and russ just dude russ is so good man like mm-hmm. couldn't couldn't really deny that especially if he was like a north fan dude killing it like rds is gonna try to get you on <laughs> that's how i look get at in the it. van yeah get in the van and he did here's a card from moses yeah <laughs> get your benefits yeah i was always just like watching russ like skate switch and shit i was like how the fuck is this guy doing this man but that's like how many hours did he spend at ambleside just yeah switch back down the shit out of stuff <laughs> um back in those days and like in battalion etc dc you skated with some of the gnarliest dudes, like the Gullias, the Macnos, uh, Ryan Smith, like we just talked about. Can you take us behind the scenes on like your average big rail or big hubba session? What was the process? Because you guys would get buck on like that fucking <laughs> that white hubba shit like that. Yeah, that that white hubba man was oh, that was that was wicked, dude. But like that thing was sucked, man. The run up on that thing was like. I, like soft like decking material and oh. yeah and somehow you guys all got like two three clips on it yeah because we went there like once a week like <laughs> sometimes you just go there and be like what am i gonna do next or like you'd almost have to keep it a secret from the guys that you're skating with because yeah. you didn't want someone to take your shit but then mac and i would come and just do it first try that's what sucks about skating with him because like your banger is his like just warming up <laughs> Like, so many rails that you skated, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, front board this or feeble it, and it's going to just get ruined. And then Mac and I was just like, done. And you're like, yeah. what? Like, he didn't even get warmed up. That was it. Feeble grind. And then next thing you know, he's front-nosing 13 stairs or whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Dude is crazy, uh, who, man. Who's sparking it? I'm guessing Paul was sparking that shit. But you, oh, and Galea yeah. weren't, you, Galea, Ryan Smith, were holding... Like keeping up the RDS FSU 2002. It was Smith and Macnow. They were like yeah, they, they were, were like this, on. yeah, for sure. Yeah, they were all over that shit, man. Ryan was on fire then, dude. It was fucking rad to watch. Battalion, you guys had a similar crew though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Ryan Smith, like you, Galea, yeah. Macnow. Yeah, yeah, that was all like. Don't forget Sven. Fuck that guy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that kid was so annoying, man. Fuck, I couldn't handle that dude. You can kind of yeah. tell just through his footage. Yeah, he's always like, like you know, like you know, people fuck with each other, and it's like cool. Like you're just yeah. like, yeah, you're just messing with him, like, and you're like friends or whatever. But he would fuck. You look like a hockey player, like in his fucking accent. And I was just like, shut the <laughs> fuck up, dude. Like <laughs> once or twice is all right, but should have told him to eat a bagel. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> But, yeah, <laughs> anyways, that was different, though, man, like, skating or filming for Battalion, like, Mac now, Galea and I would skate together, but, like, it wasn't really much of, like, a, like too many, like, team hangouts, really, mm. yeah, but they're, like, yeah. that team was so all over the place anyways, like, like, yeah, it seemed like some different vibes, like, you, you, Mac now, and Galea seemed like the only three that skated together, yeah, that, just, like, Dob staff. Yeah. Or was he in that? Guy yeah. Kampfen, maybe? Yeah, Dobstaff was in there, yeah. He kind of, like, sailed in there. <laughs> Nobody was too <laughs> stoked on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Just mm. slid right in. 
Well, you can't really was... de- you can't deny that that guy wasn't fucking good, but no, it was like, who gives a shit when you're a fucking dick, man? Like he, he was I, a dick. I, yeah, he's just cocky as hell and hard to skate with. Same yeah. thing, like weird little comments. Like I remember one time we were in Hawaii and he fucking. What did he say? I was warming up and I did this like mob ass board slide on the rail. I think I was probably hung over too. He's like, fuck, that was mob as shit, bro. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, no comment. You don't right? know me like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But You're like, Paul and Galia can say that, but not you, dog. <laughs> yeah. I don't not know. Not you, Dob. Yeah, not you. <laughs> not not you. One. Not you, tank top. <laughs> <laughs> So, did you guys get any negative feedback or confrontation from the, the skate community for your antics back in the more hectic days of RDS? Like, uh, like, what do you mean? Just like people chirping you guys for being like, maybe like, kind of jockey or some of the other stuff you guys were doing in the vids? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I think fucking, like, it still gets said today. That's why I think it's so funny that we're even talking right now. I'm like, fuck, that was 16 years ago, man. And like, people like... <laughs> People would be like, did you see this, what someone wrote about you? I'm like, dude, like, why are people talking about me, man? Like, <laughs> it's fucking long time ago. But yeah, like when when we did the uh, like the skateboard party mm-hmm. and we cut down that tr- we cut down that tree on that island, I guess that like that was like a pretty harsh like like Moses and them like almost gotten shit for it because it was like this dead tree that kind of like made the island sort of stick out. <laughs> we just oh, fuck. we thought we'd chop it down because we were hammered and yeah <laughs> with a fucking hatchet yeah and then like for me with that old lady in that in the dark star scene like I, yeah, like yeah, yeah. people would say shit online or I don't know you almost like <laughs> took her out like a football player yeah. I'm not 50 <laughs> yeah but 50 she dude, has a little like she I was so little, confident like, with my 50-50s man that ain't happening <laughs> you were switched blunt slot in that thing so I yeah. mean 50-50 should be fine yeah. right yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's life, dude. Fuck. What do you guys yeah. heard? <laughs> <laughs> we loved it, man. Honestly, I still love that shit to this day. We're a little jockey too. We're sports guys, so yeah. it's not that bad. Yeah, was Peta coming after you guys for the shark card or what? That's what I was just gonna say. I'm like, yeah, that was like people were bombed on that. I don't know, but on the shark card part. Yeah, yeah. I remember thinking it was funny, like. I mean, think looking at it now, it's like, damn, that's kind of fucking gnarly yeah, as hell. That's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but we, I'm like, we were young kids, like, just thought it was wild as shit, entertaining at the time. Yeah, but that's what skateboarders wanted, man. We're fucking lunatics. We <laughs> yeah. want to watch that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a totally, I don't know, totally different vibe back then too. Like it was, yeah. to me, like people were way more like wilding out. Where it's now, you got to yeah. fucking put on like a nike jersey and some stickers and look like a race car driver or something i don't know (laughs) it's cool but it's like just different so if that's the stuff that the filmers caught on their vx's and real cameras i can't even imagine the shit that you guys would have caught on your iphones if that shit happened now (laughs) how many of you guys would have been locked up for a short period of time or a long period of time if iphones were around back then (laughs) i don't think we were that crazy uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, we did some stupid shit on the highways and stuff like that. Like, I don't think we'd get locked up for it. But like, I remember Glenn Suggett bought like this chicken. It was a rubber chicken, <laughs> <laughs> and we like I don't know how we did it, but like we must have rode on the highway to like 160k, like 
And he'd be like, on a cock, and then, bam, like, throw this chicken across. And, like, oh we were throwing God. it back and forth between the cars and swerving all over and drinking and driving and shit like that. Just stupid <laughs> that stuff. That sounds like getting locked up to me. Yeah. <laughs> like well, maybe, maybe the driver wasn't drinking, but... <laughs> Everyone else was? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dude, sounds like some good old-fashioned fun to me, man. Yeah, I think that's all I support the RDS movement. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we were young, our... Uh, one of our good friends got on RDS like long, long, long time past this. I think it was like, actually, maybe it was like early 2000s when Cody first got on. And we're all at this skate spot where you have to walk up a big hill from the street to get there. And there was like maybe 10 to 15 of us already there. And he had just gotten on RDS and we just found out. And he started walking up the hill and everyone was just screaming RDS at him, <laughs> getting so hyped. And, you guys just brought the energy, man. Throw in the claw. Yeah, you can't everyone. deny it. You can't <laughs> deny the energy that brings RDS. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know you guys love it out there, man. Where's your Where's your tattoo at? I thought you. I thought... We're working on it. No tats here. No ghosts. Sometimes I just sit here and wonder how guys like Kenny Anderson and Brad Cromer do it. They make it look so damn easy. Well, they've got one thing in common, and that's Brixton. And you know what's scary, Donald? Those two are some of the greatest on the board, and they're about to get even greater with the steady comfort drop. Just picture those Brad Cromer frontside flips, but in the comfiest pants he's ever worn in his life. It's over for the skate game, man. I'm calling it right now, Cromer Sodi 2019. Whether you go short or go long, Brixton's got you covered with the Steady Comfort Collection. It's loose fit and elastic waist makes it ideal for maximum comfort in any situation. Whether you're hopping on some rails, doing some manuals, or just skating some butter flat, the Brixton Steady program is what you want to be riding in. Head over to Brixton.com and get yourself some steady comfort. So there was a nasty rumor floating around back in the day. Our friend Andrew Gordon, unfortunately, uh, suffered some mental illness uh, and there was a rumor back in the day that you had slipped some drugs into one of his drinks when you guys were younger and that that maybe was like the, the cause or what triggered it. Um, weird rumor, but just thought we'd ask you for your side of that story. Yeah, so I was, like it happened when one year when uh, we were at Tampa Am and uh, we were all skating together. This is when I rode for Vans, obviously. And uh, I think actually somehow I got on Vans at that trip and then like Terry Kennedy and like Evan Hernandez and those guys like they didn't want to go to to Miami so Michael Burnett approached me and asked me to come with them and I was like yeah fucking right so I'll go like I think Terry Terry and uh Evan wanted to go be like cool guys at the ASR trade show or something like that right yeah so it was me Van Wastel uh andrew gordon and danny serzini or whatever his name is mm -hmm. yeah that guy was you know that incredible. guy yeah yeah so good <clears throat> so yeah the thing that happened and i didn't know about this until jay bridges came up to me one day and he's just like hey like these kids in toronto think that you like 
spiked Andrew Gordon's drink with cocaine or something. Yeah. Right? And I was like, what the fuck? And then I like, yeah, like people are hating on you for it. And so I thought back to the one trip that I was on with him. And what happened was Andrew Gordon was at the, the hotel like, and Van Wistel, Mike Burnett and Daniel and I were sitting at this milkshake or having like a milkshake somewhere. And Andrew came and met us and I gave him the milkshake and he got super weird, right? Like, I guess because maybe the schizophrenia that he had at the time and he didn't know or whatever. But when I gave him the drink, he, yeah, kind of got weird about it. And then the next day, Burnett was like, yeah, I just had to like take Andrew to the airport. He flew home. And I was like, why? He's like, I don't know. He just called his mom and he needed to go. Damn. And I was like, oh. And then I never thought anything about it. Like until years later when, when Bridges told me that story, I was like, dude, that's fucked up. Like <laughs> I like definitely didn't randomly have cocaine in my pocket to throw into a milkshake to give to Andrew Gordon. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Yeah, at that time, I was like, if anything, I was like sober as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was weird, man. And I was like, I was tr- like, truly bummed actually to hear that story. That there's like people like somewhere else thinking that about me. I was like, damn. That's so. That sucks. Yeah, I remember hearing <laughs> yeah. that rumor. I don't remember if I believed it or not, but it was just like <clears throat> yeah, such a wild, tough, yeah. wild story. Sucks, but so, yeah, like yeah. like I said, like it, like I remember Burnett being like, yeah, he's just going. He called his mom. He's on a flight back to Toronto. And I was like, huh. on with our day, I guess. You didn't <laughs> even think anything of it, and then no. years later to hear that, you're like, what the hell? Yeah, it was how on does a that trip. Even I think. Formulate like how does? Well, like when you have those thoughts in your head, yeah. like and you can't control them, maybe that's actually what he believed. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. Like I remember him being super awkward about me giving it to him, and like. I don't even think he drank it, to tell you the truth. Hmm. But I can't, can't hundred percent remember that. It yeah. was a long time ago. But yeah, I was fucked up. Yeah. Uh, well, that sucks. Thanks for clearing that up for anyone in Toronto <laughs> who was believing the the false rumor. Um, <laughs> yeah. On a more positive note, was that when you nolly front nose the blue hubba, or is that a different trip? <laughs> yeah. Oh hell I, yeah. I, I shot a seventeen-page freaking Thrasher interview on that. Like, damn. Jesus. I was like. Michael Burnett, I remember Michael Burnett being stoked and like Phelps when I saw Phelps, he was like, Yo, Hasty, like, thanks so much for making that trip worth it and all this, right? Because nobody really skated too yeah. much. Van Westel killed it, dude. That guy was so sick. He was a rad dude. I got along with him really well. Sick. It was the only time I ever really hung out with him, but yeah, he was sick. Wow. Dude, that's, trips are the best for bonding with random people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the best thing about it, man. And like, that's kind of what you do when you're a skateboarder you're just like yeah. fuck yeah I'll, ju- I'll jump on this trip like yeah i don't know <laughs> it was pretty rad you know that that tail slide that i did in the dark star video and that big blue yeah like hubba that goes down the slope or whatever it's crazy we were there and uh these cops showed up and we had the whole thing lit up and uh the cops like dude what are you guys doing here like this is some sketchy turf right like these people will come by and like just rob you for all your shit and we're like all right don't worry about it. Like, 10 minutes later, this, like, old cutlass rolls by. Super slow, right? And I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it goes around the block, and it comes back. And I was like, I got to fucking land this thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, <laughs> I ended up landing the tail side, and this guy parks the cutlass, and he comes out, and he's got, like, a big blunt. He's like, yeah, that was sick. <laughs> and I was like, these are the people we're supposed to be scared of? And, like, like I think I ended up smoking the blunt with the guy. And sick. It's pretty rad. 
<laughs> so the Nolly Smith grind was a staple in your arsenal. All three of us have been guilty of Nolly Smiths in the past. <laughs> We're not lying here. Fuck yeah. What are your thoughts on them these days? Legal or illegal? Ah, shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess... I get. I guess like with like it's so funny because like you guys have thought that I've like had all these other weird people like I don't know if you know who Matt Graveall is or how oh, fuck you ever say his last name but he's from the island and he called me out on that shit too and he's always like <laughs> recently <laughs> or back in the day for like years now like yeah oh, like, okay. <laughs> like if we ever talk it's like fucking Nolly Smith are you doing Nolly Smith and like. So you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say they're illegal because you kind of just slop up into them like yeah <laughs> that's the problem that's the, yeah, exactly. yeah you don't need to really pop I really too I like well. I had to think that one through I was like what's wrong with that but I guess yeah you fucking slop up into it so hey man doing them down a rail is a completely different thing though you gotta <laughs> pop it if you're getting on the rail yeah but, if, but for all the people out there on the flat ledges and the flat bars yeah but who does like them ourselves. on flat ledges is there actually somebody who does that is that where you guys did them on flat ledges <laughs> we, we did them on everything Holly <laughs> <laughs> uh, smiths are horrible yeah, yeah they're uh, they're done but man in your defense at the time a lot like people are so much more particular about their trick selection now like at the time when you had an ollie smith come out i'd be like hyped on it you know yeah, like, hell yeah i used to do them down little skate park rails and think they were dope too yeah fucking right galia did a nice uh, one down that uh el dorado rail the one that's undercover it's in his dark star part he does an ollie smith uh, and he like gets in like two inches from the top yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. but uh i learned that trick because of i think it was matt mumford or something mumford did one i think mumford did one and that's why i was like oh it's kind of cool yeah. that's kind of cool that's kind of easy too let's, uh, let's run with these yeah yeah, yeah. that's what I, when i first tried it i'm like oh shit that shit gets in there nice and nice and smith yeah <laughs> dude ryan desenzo's keeping the tradition alive is he doing them yeah he still runs them really shit yeah Peep it's in is, the blood man new parts yo. well desenzo if you're listening man fucking heel flip into that or something man step it up <laughs> <laughs> heel flip yeah. nolly heel flip that's kind of weird too. yeah nolly, nolly heel, heel flip in. sloppy smith man why not yeah. <laughs> we gotta see that yeah. savage oh man that's funny moving on from an illegal trick uh, can you take us behind the scenes on one of the dopest legal tricks you probably ever did nolly front blunt uh down that rail in your battalion part uh that was a battle man I'll tell you that yeah. I've I've never front blunt slid a rail, out regular or to fakey. It's the only Damn. the only time I've ever landed that trick was with a nollie into it. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Yeah, what made you try that? It's I think like fuck. What happened? I was trying it somewhere, and then I think like Darrell Stanton or something was trying it, and like like so when you're living in California, everybody talks, right? Mm. And call in or somebody called and said like oh Darrell's almost doing nollie front blunts and it was almost like this race or whatever right yeah and then uh i heard that he did it on some rail and then i did it on that one and then like we were like oh we got to put this out as an ad but i think yeah. i think his might have like come out as like a thrasher contents or something like that and then mine came out as a dark star ad which people probably just flipped by like <laughs> i don't I know mean, we we knew back in the day we paid <laughs> attention insane. to every page yeah no for nice. sure it, it yeah so anyways i i think like maybe mine came out right before but 
I don't know. But that was kind of what it was. Is a little bit of like almost like a race to oh no fuck right. So yours came out before, but he did it before. Uh, who knows? I don't know how that worked. Like we might have just like been you like can't say man. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. We're yeah. gonna go Hasties was first. Yeah, for the exactly. <laughs> Canada. We were right around the same time. I think he was trying it on those like blue square rails at like Paul Rodriguez and them skates. Yeah. So. Jesus, that was crazy. Yeah. So. so about one more trick what about your nolly crook ender and battalion how was the session and did you know it was going to be your ender at the time you were trying it uh no not really because you know what i I never wanted to end another video part with a friggin' nolly crook (laughs) because i I had like my rds fsu video was a nolly crook right so Mm -hmm. um but yeah that ended up being it Monster real. I think that that time like hoops just kind of motivated me it's like dude you can nolly crook this and i was like yeah I, i could probably do that <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't flip your board down a whole bunch of gaps throughout your career, which made us curious. What were you trying down the Mokba Big Four? Because we see you punching the wall at the landing. <laughs> I was trying a full cab. Damn. Oh, yeah. no flip. Yeah. <laughs> Unnecessary, man. Yeah, yeah. And then. What happened? Yeah, no, I didn't flip my board ever, man. Uh, <laughs> You wouldn't be doing Nolly Smith if he was flipping his board. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> the fucking Nolly Smith, man. Anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just kept landing, pinching, falling. Just couldn't take it. And then Ryan Smith did it in the DC video, so fuck, who cares? Yeah, I was just going to say, that's your boy. Yo. <laughs> yeah. did, did, did he know you were trying it? Like, I don't think so, no. We, were like, we weren't like really like super close friends, so it's not like we were talking. I was like, hey, I'm going to... I was trying to full right, cab right. Mokba, and then you guys, the DC crew rolled through, and you guys, or you did it. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that would have been banging. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. No, I did not. I did not flip my board that much, man. It was every time I flipped my board, it broke. <laughs> what was your flip trick of choice down gaps if you had to do one? Backside flip. And I don't, I don't think I ever filmed a backside flip without breaking. You like, said you saw one. What was it? No, he said without without, without break. Work? Yeah, without breaking like a bunch of boards. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just I just realized that today because we just watched all your parts. Yeah. I was like, where are the flip tricks at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know who else called me out on that too? Like back in the day, like when I was living in California, I lived with Bill Weiss. Yeah. And like I showed him one of like my tapes I was sending to somebody, and he's like, "Yo, man, like you gotta start flipping your board." no you flipped your board though like just not necessarily down shit yeah not only backside flipped over that barrier and in lines and stuff you always had flip tricks yeah Yeah. Yeah. but that was like as far as i ever took it but yeah (laughs) as far as it needs to go to each their own (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you were riding for dvs back then as well did you crack the u.s team uh what was the deal with that um no i think i was getting like shoes directly from them but I don't think, like, yeah, I never made it on the team. Fuck, I rode for every shoe company. Man. What was the one we, that you were um, questioning whether he was on or not? Globe? Did no. we ever on Globe? No, I never rode for oh. Globe. I just assumed because of, like, Galea and, and Paul. But Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. would make sense. Yeah, no, it was, like, uh, Vans, DC, DVS, DC again. <laughs> classic classic story of Canadians, man. Yeah. It's tough to crack that US shoe market. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Hundred percent. Later you ended up on DC Canada, round two. 
which was a natural fit with Aaron Johnson and, and the homies. Um, but at what point did you stop like completely dealing with U.S. companies and move home permanently? It's probably like around 2005. I had a couple of knee surgeries, right? I blew up my knee twice and then talked some shit that I shouldn't have said and then like some contracts ended and then I just like pretty much picked up and like drove home. <laughs> like, yeah. went back yeah. went back to Canada. I think that's somewhere like along that line there. So fucking the knee the knee kind of ended your career prematurely. Yeah, and then my mouth too a bit, right? <laughs> so what True. kind of trouble did your mouth get you into? <laughs> yeah. uh, I talked some shit about West 49 in a magazine or something and then they were like this is as I blew my knee out. Mm-hmm. And then you know like like in SBC they used to have this thing called topical cream. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked the, a question somewhere along the lines, like, what's the worst thing you've seen in skateboarding since you started? And I replied, West 49. Two words. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. And then they printed it in the magazine. And then, and then uh, yeah, then, like, instantly they went to, like, chat and blah, blah, blah. And chat called me, like, dude, what'd you say? I was like, oh, fuck. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck. What can you do, and man? Was that? that was pretty much it. God, yeah, damn. like, so... I, the timeline's kind of weird, but like somewhere in the next two years after that, I I went through like two knee surgeries and then like no contract and then we'll keep a pro board, but we're not going to pay you. And then just kind of like what diddled mm-hmm. off, right? <laughs> Sucks when that happens. Like we had Ryan Gallant on, and yeah, his yeah, was a similar, similar story too yeah. with like the fuck mall shops. Yeah, for sure. Grip tape or whatever. Yeah, he was at. Uh, he was doing a DC demo for Journeys. You know Journeys? No. It's like a big shoe. Uh, it's like a big shoe outlet in the states, and it was like one of their biggest contracts. Yeah. And they had uh, a vert ramp there, and he was supposed to do a demo. And he's like, I don't like. What am I gonna do in the vert ramp? He was just gotten <laughs> back from injury as well. Yeah. And he was skating flat in the parking lot, and one of the security guards was like trying to kick him out from skating flat, and he just wrote "fuck mall shops" on his board. And yeah. That was big trouble with DC. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, it's kind of funny because it's like anybody else would have just taken that comment in stride. But because there's like some kind of corporation behind it, Mm -hmm. they're like, fuck you. And they like they went after me pretty hard, like to the point where like they wanted like Red Dragons to kick me off and all that shit. And they were like, no. Holy shit. Yeah. They're like, no way. I'm not like, whatever. You know, like Moses kind of. At some point, they gotta understand what they are. They're a mall shop, right? Yeah. Like, what, what? What? What's the problem here? Yeah, like, exactly. At least your name's in the mag. But yeah, no. Chet sent me this email. Like they pulled all your boards off the shelf. Like blah blah blah. Damn. And then like one thing that he did to kind of piss me off is he sent a he sent a letter to the West Forty Nine guys that I didn't write. Like wow. almost like an apology, and I was like, dude, like yeah, like cc'd me to this email. I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'd say that. How about just, like, suck it up? (laughs) 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 Who gives a fuck, man? Like, it was this this big in a magazine, right? It's two words. Like, fuck, get out of here. But anyway. Chet needed a little RDS in him, eh? (laughs) Yeah. Needed to go on a road trip with Moses. Yeah. (laughs) As Moses would say, any publicity is good publicity. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And so what happened after that? Fucking knee surgeries, moved back. Yeah, I just came home and, like... I don't know, kind of blew it for a little while, like hung out and like partied and like tried to figure life out. But 
partying wasn't going that well. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't really working out. My wife was not too happy with that. And I started doing some volunteer work uh, because when I was in high school, I worked with kids with autism. So I did that for a little while. And then I got hired on at the city of Vancouver uh, as like a summer student. So I was like weed whacking and all that shit. And then uh, that summer, which would be 2008, I found out that I was having my son. So I was like, I'm like, gee, I'm like, I'm not going back to to school now, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I asked the city if I could stay on and and they kept me on. Now I've been there for 10, 11 years or something. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Not weed whacking anymore, but. (laughs) 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 But yeah, that's, that, that was pretty much it, man. It's crazy how like life transitioned really quickly. I remember when I got hired on at the city and Moses called me too at that time. He's like, dude, we can't pay anymore. I was like, no, don't worry about it. Like. I got a job and like life goes on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Life slapped you in the face. Yep. A wake up call. Yeah. For dealt with it. And <laughs> kept moving, it. man. That's what's yeah. up. So what's your relationship with the old board like these days? It's pretty good in the spring and summer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we know all about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I built myself like a, a mini ramp in the backyard here. So. Yeah, yeah I, I've heard Magnus. Magnus is telling me about the. Uh, we see lots of clips. He's Hasty's ramp. Yeah, yeah. Sessions. So that's like mainly what I skate. Sometimes I'll go to like parks and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's just I, I got so much going on, man. I got like besides my city of Vancouver job, my wife and I have a farm here, so wow. we grow like uh, garlic and we do uh, a lot of different like produce and stuff. So it's kind of crazy going from like it's time consuming yeah one job to another and we got chickens out here and then yeah. obviously the kids and then i i work another job for my father-in-law driving truck he has a company that he uh hauls brew grain so from all like molson canadian and mm-hmm. all the uh the breweries around here he takes away their spent grain in their yeast mm-hmm. he's like 68 years old so i to like yeah try to help him out as much as i can and yeah just a lot of work man <laughs> sounds like it yeah That's looking for sad. more hours in a day yeah exactly <laughs> so it sounds like you're busy as hell these days but what's next for mike hasty you got a you got a video part up your sleeve or what, <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I i think that fucking 37 is my year man <laughs> hey man 2019 is gonna be a big one yeah. no i oh, no not at all I might be able to make you like one of those stupid ass edits that people are putting out right now though. You know, those like, those like, uh, trap music. Like I, I run my, I ran my hand through my hair and put my purse on the skate park ledge and then do a couple tricks or something like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe something like that, but that's about it, man. Lots of B-roll. Exactly. Yeah. No, man, or I might be able to film something on the ramp because, dude, when Magnus and those guys come out, like, I feel like I'm 10 years younger, like, because they're they're just, like, ripping, like, he's got such a rad crew, man, I love skating Mm -hmm. with those guys, and then all my other buddies, like, they don't skate anymore, they just look at me like I'm some old crazy person, (laughs) (laughs) how the fuck do you do that anymore? Yeah, what's Aaron Johnson saying these days, He's, he's still close with him at all? Yeah, no, me and AJ talk quite a bit, he's, uh... He just had a daughter a little while ago. Nice. So he's living up in Squamish, and he works in the film industry. He's doing yeah. rad. He just had, like, a pretty sick trip. It looked like he went up to Thailand with his daughter and his wife, and uh, he's killing Very it. Very cool. But I think he, I think he's skating a little bit here and there. 
You guys must have never skated the same spots, man. He's flipping his board down everything, and you're just hitting the rails, yo. How'd you guys even <laughs> skate together? I, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Right? Like, AJ and I, like, went on trips together before he got on, like, RDS and all that stuff. So, I don't know. Fuck, I don't even know. Like, I, you know what happened, actually? He moved down to California, and he came and lived on my couch. And that's when he was filming for, like, digital, like, Faja and Faja. all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we did skate together, but I wasn't going to do the shit he was doing then. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's an epic <laughs> underrated video. And that part in particular was super, yeah. uh, super dope. All those videos were super rad, man. And AJ, yeah. AJ was rad. Yeah. That's when he, <clears throat> he rode for, like, Pop War or something. And yeah. I remember one day. Pop War was sick. AJ was, like, basically, like couch surfing or whatever at my house and uh he wrote for pop war at the time and i remember he's like do you want me to call like cairo foster i'm like fucking rights i do because like <laughs> I, my <laughs> the first like one of my favorite videos is the reason and yeah. and cairo had that part in it so he calls up cairo and he ends up like coming over and we we ended up just having like a shotgun party in the backyard and i <laughs> i think we got him so wasted that like <laughs> That he had to, like, get his wife or whatever at the time to come pick him up or whatever. <laughs> Jeez. He didn't want to fuck with you anymore after that. Yeah. Uh, no boards? <laughs> just some beers. Yeah, just beers, man. Yeah. Canadian, Canadian style. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that'll do. Yo, yo, yo. You know what time it is. It's Rapid Fire with the Ghost, brought to you by Real Skateboards. Calgary homies, mark your calendars because Real Skateboards rider Dan Mancina will be at the Compound Skate Park for two epic sessions in February. If you're not familiar with Dan, Google him right now because he's one of the most inspiring skateboarders of all time. He's lost his vision, but that hasn't stopped the man from killing it on a skateboard. Dan's going to be hosting an intro skate lesson for visually impaired students on Friday, February 8th at 12 p.m. with the Academy Skateboard Collective and then an open skate session for everyone Saturday, February 9th with the Nine Times crew. So get off your couch and get a session with Dan. Try the blindfold challenge and have some good old fashioned fun. And make sure you keep your eyes peeled for his TCB VX part dropping February 1st on Thrasher and his Actions Realized Pro model hitting plus skateboarding in Farmington, Michigan and skate shops around the world February 11th. Hats off to Dan the man. Let's get into this rapid fire hasty. <laughs> rapid fire dog, you ready? I'm ready. Shoot some shots. Let's do right. this. <laughs> Favorite skater? Macna. Favorite video? Transworld The Reason. Favorite video part? I'd have to say there's like a public domain, super old, and it's got like Chet Thomas and Ray Barbie, and like they're just skating around. Like this is a video that my cousin gave me. Uh, Frankie Hill maybe is in it, and they're just like skating around doing no complies and yeah, I just love that public domain. I watched it with my kids the other day, cause oh, I just sick. like it's just so sick, old as fuck, and like just shows that like hype of skating. Not like those mumble rap edits. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, your son, is your son on the board or what? A little bit, yeah. Not like nothing crazy. Favorite style? Donnie Barley, Eastern Exposure mm -hmm. Time. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? I'd say Mac now. Yeah. He's, he's my big bro, and he's crazy as hell, and I love that. 
Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Todd Falcon? No, I don't know. On a serious no, note, he does have some fucking talent. Yeah, I know for sure. But like, he skates, dude, films, and edits all by himself. Man. I yeah. shot Grant Taylor. Fuck, there's so many of them, man. True. Yeah. Favorite trick? It's got to be the nollie. Not yeah. into Smith though, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hardest trick for you? Uh, nollie heel. Sucked at Nolly Heels. I think I only ever did one, and it was like, like I did them on flat, but like I filmed that one at that ledge in Toronto, and that, that was the best Nolly Heel I ever did in my life. Before the nose side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wasn't that a tray flip? No, tray flip, then Nolly Heel. Nolly heel. Yeah. Oh, oh. I remember being so stoked. Like I should have just used the crooked grind only, but I was like, dude, look at that Nolly Heel. <laughs> <laughs> Get, that's got to get in there. Uh, Find a place for the nollie heel. Yeah. Most illegal trick. I'm sick and tired of the body barrels. I know that's pretty generic, but I'm pretty yeah, tired. I'm pretty said, tired man. of that shit, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Like that, that kickflip nose slide on that white hubba that we were talking about earlier. I was so pretty sick. friggin' hyped on because I took a yeah. pretty massive slam on that and just like a run up short and and that actually came out in that Thrasher interview that I, we were talking about earlier and. The sequence looks sick. Brian Cassie shot that up. Yeah. That clip definitely stood out. I love a good kick nose. Yeah. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. This is like a like a Paul Macnow theme, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that you know uh that crooked grind that he did? I think it's in the battalion and, and we're in Hawaii on a trip. Oh, and he like and he like and he like pivots around the corner like or, yeah. t- or like tic tacs, like tick and then that was dude, the process of that trick was fucked. Like, cause how many times he came around the corner, like tick, 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 and then just couldn't do it or committed and like macknowed out of it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you were there for that. That's crazy. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? Like many years ago, I'm pretty sure. Like I, we used to skate this place called the Res. It was like in the old like Plan B, Plan B videos and stuff. I did like a kickflip. You know, people do like back slip when eighty switch crooks or whatever on the like, opposite side of the ledge yeah and i did like backside flip and then grind damn, into that yeah. sick i tried it for days it, like i think there might have been like some fails of that trick in like an old video that we filmed it's called ver- <laughs> version 1.0 <laughs> that's a it's heavy like a, move yeah that's insane but like for, for me like tech wise yeah for sure that was probably it <laughs> what's the one trick that got away fuck the nolly smith man I just could never, I could just never take it any bigger. <laughs> That's it. I don't know, man. What's the last new trick you learned? Backside boneless on the, on the ramp. I posed that shit for like three years. And then finally, finally like Magnus or fucking Steven or somebody was like, you just got to like tuck in and like, you know, I'm like, dude, this old bones don't like just... This is like a yo- it's, it's like a yoga pose, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> Shit hurts. But finally, I put her down. So, <laughs> yeah. Favorite local brand? Uh, Sunday Apparel, Ryan Outen. You've heard of that? Sick. No, Dope. no I haven't. But Yeah, Ryan Outen started this like uh, like golf apparel shit. And it's got like kind of like skate, skate and golf shit. It's pretty cool. Nice. Fuck yeah, Ryan. Thanks for hooking me up, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotta we gotta get Ryan on one of these days. Yeah, he would be a good mm-hmm. talk, man. That guy's funny, funny as hell. Favorite local skater, Magnus. 
What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Who did I even ride for, really? I don't even know. Maybe, like, Dragon Optical or something? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty stoked on most of my sponsors. I'm like... Like, I don't want to say I regret riding for Darkstar, because they did treat me pretty well. Chet was somewhat cool. Mm -hmm. But, like, maybe could have held out for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite teammate ever, Chet Thomas. Yeah. Chris Dobstaff. (laughs) (laughs) Tank top. (laughs) No, I'll go with, like, uh, with Mac now and Sean Hayes. You guys know Sean Hayes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love those guys. Worst teammate ever. Sven Kilcherman and Dobstaff. (laughs) (laughs) Worst company. Tracker? Tracker trucks? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Or no 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 Tracker Z roller. We'll we'll go for those. I don't know. For our time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I think they might have been before mine too, but like it was like, instead of grinding, you just roll on the ledge. <laughs> like, that's a fucking stupid idea. Imagine not hearing that concrete below you. <laughs> uh, um, worst trend? Dressing like a pirate and skateboarding. And then also, like, those, uh, those fucking edits, man. I can't handle them. <laughs> do not need to see you rub your hand through your hair before you do a sex change on a fucking crooked grind. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Oh man, yeah. I'm so happy my Instagram doesn't put that shit on my explore page anymore. <laughs> yeah. I just get like basketball, random like ocean videos, and <laughs> skateboarding, but like normal skateboarding. Yeah, skating I, you want to see? I, yeah. I think I signed up for that, like Metrogram or something like that. You know the hashtag oh. thing, and yeah. that's all I get now. And I'm just like, fuck, yeah. gotta get rid of that. Brutal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How do you get rid of that mute though? Mute just, that shit. Just push something? Okay, I'll figure that out. T- <laughs> Instead of just being like a bitter old man in my bed staring at these shitty videos, I'll I'll delete that. <laughs> Worst style. Fucking Jim Greco all crouched down, dressed like a pirate. <laughs> a fucking, yeah. Oh. Or, or dressed like a greaser or whatever. God damn. That 70s show dad or something. Who knows what he's dressed like? He's fucking good. He's he's a good skateboarder, but come on, man. Yeah. The the pirate theme's got to go. God damn. He's got a new theme every damn video part. Pretty much, yeah. God, that was. You you were ready for that one. Yeah, I was actually. I thought about that because I saw some of his shoes he put out recently. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. It reminded me of that like episode of The Simpsons where Homer's allowed to like design a car and it's just the ugliest thing ever. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta watch that again tonight. Yeah. It made some super like futuristic looking piece of trash. Yeah, right? it was just it had like a toaster in it and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was his cousin or his like brother Herb or something that like, whatever. That's another story. Yeah. Wow. Uh, last person you want on the sesh. I'm going to just have to go with Scooter Kids because I got this theme and I've always hated them. Dude, you hate them. I fucking hate them, dude. <laughs> I feel like that is a, the biggest parent fail of anyone's life. It's like, yeah. here, here, here's a scooter. It's super easy. Like, just go and, like, ride around and hit these older people skateboarding. And, <laughs> dude, it's just, it's like, it's basically like giving, like, your kid the opportunity to give up on life. That's how, that's how I feel about it. Don't try something hard. Do something really easy. 
Yeah, That's it actually is just giving them a license oh, to get like shit. picked on at the skate park by like skaters and everyone else there. But anyways, that's a wrap for this interview. Thanks, Hasty, Legend. Keep sipping them steam whistles. Steam whistle, baby. The only buzz. Yeah. <laughs>Welcome back to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, we talking the collab of the century, Stance Socks and Grateful Dead linking up for one of the finest collections of all time. There's only one thing left to do, head down to your local skate shop and secure yours before they're all gone. All right, man, let's get into these emails. You've got mail. All right, first up, we got an email from Jonathan Van Hoy. What's up, Bunt fan? It's JV back with another fantasy skate question. This time, I'm combining my two passions, skateboarding and hockey. I'd like to know who your starting six would be if you took their position on ice and converted it to skateboarding. How I'm breaking it down is your goalie would be the vert skater, two D-men would be your nar dudes, and your three forwards would be two tech guys and one X-factor, a guy that can do it all. P.S. Shout out my hometown Sharks. This is the day after their epic comeback against Ovi and the Capitals, taking it 7-6 in OT. To quote you guys, it was a fucking barn burner. Thanks for always putting out the best skate content. I, well, <clears throat> as the resident hockey genius, <laughs> let me break it down for you. Just kidding. We came up with these together. Our goalie would be Pierre-Luc Gagnon, PLG. Our defenseman, you know what I'm saying, little Matt Mumford check you to hell <laughs> moses akunin Hakunin, i don't know how to say that one um some rds you know shout out hasty don't want to go in the corners with him man and then you know, our wings carlos ribiero and ryan lay hailing from phoenix mm-hmm. but grew up playing hockey and then at center you know we got grant taylor can do it all mr do it all yo thanks jonathan and next up we got an email from John from LA. <laughs> what y'all feel about 2018 Sodi winner TJ? And I don't mean all the political bullshit people are making it out to be. I feel in our era, you had to put out beastly part after beastly part to get it, but times do change. Just curious to hear y'all's take on it. Much peace and nothing but the best for y'all. Uh, good luck to your Rams, John. Yeah, they gonna need it. I'm. I back I back TJ getting yeah, Sodi is he 100%. Like on his side or no? I can't tell. It seems <laughs> like he's not. It seems like he's not, but then it seems like he might be. Yeah, I'm down with TJ as well, man. That part. And it seemed, he was fucking shit up all year. Yeah, like I get what you're saying about it. it used to be multiple video parts, but the way content comes out these days, I'm sure if you assembled the rest of the footage you put out in various edits, Adidas shit, etc., his hardware company there's enough for another video part in there he he was just in what whether it was instagram like viral fucking fake yallies over trash cans yeah or you, you were name seeing it, tj all year he, yeah he was he held it down all year fully back that selection yeah obviously like there's a handful of guys that can win it every year you know some people aren't always gonna like the choice like last year we had someone picked over jamie foy but just is what it is man there's 
So many good skaters. Yeah, Tiago 2017 for life, yo. You know? Fuck sakes. Or Wooey. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, not everyone's gonna be happy, but we're both uh, we're both happy. This is one that, that we didn't it. we yeah. didn't think was yeah a bad call at all. All right, yo. Next up, we got an email from Big Dick Nick Eeks. Yo, a genius just entered the post office. Watch the fuck out. Yo, for real, I can't believe my picks turned out right. I got to get right into the Saints game. Look, I know that blown call sucks, but the refs didn't make Breeze throw a fucking pick in OT, did they? Just saying, plenty of other chances to win the game, and those salty-ass Saints need to accept the L. I mean, a lawsuit? Grow the fuck up. Now for my Super Bowl pick. That's such a tough call. I really don't care who wins. But we all know it's going to be TB12 with the last possession. And he's going to do what he does best. Pains me to say it, but it's probably what will happen again. I'll holler at you fools next week. Much love. I guess Yo, honestly, I do think that that call ended the game. Like, it's hard to play after that. Like, you're just so angry at the refs. Sean Payton losing his mind. You're kind of, like, defeated when you, like, know that you already won the game. But they took it away from you. Yeah, I was actually surprised Sean Payton actually gathered himself relatively quickly. I felt like he was really pissed at first, and then he was like, all right, we got to move on. Fucking Greg the leg, man. 57 yards. That's such heartbreaking shit. Yeah. Yo, Jared Goff is such a dork. (laughs) (laughs) I just heard him at the, like, uh, the Rams did something in front of their fans. Same with the Patriots. And Jared Goff, man, you need to step your energy up, bro. I heard him on, he was on Mike Rapp's podcast one time I, I like him he's just a chill mellow kid seems like yeah super mellow all right next up we've got an email from vincent mcdonald subject never been to barcelona yo what's good guys hope all is well i've always wanted to visit barcelona as a skateboarder mainly because it's held as the total mecca for skating and that seems obvious based on tons of footy i've seen throughout the years unfortunately it's never happened and I've yet to go. And I was wondering if you guys had any opinions of it. If you have been to Shred for a few days, weeks. If so, then does it really live up to the hype? Or do other European cities need to be considered on the same level, such as Paris, for example? Nice one and take it easy, fellas. Vinny Mac. P.S. Shout out to the lead skate scene and welcome skate store. UK skating will always have the best, crustiest spots. London challenge, baby. Yeah, well, I've never been to Barcelona either, and I'm wondering all the same shit. Donald, you've been. Can you answer this? Yeah, man, it lives up to it, hundred percent. We've uh, I haven't been to too many European cities, but we we've been to London, Paris, Milan, Malaga. Barcelona is everything you think it is, man. You gotta go. Yeah, we coming. Yeah, we're trying to get out there again. It's definitely worth it, man. Machba alone. When you turn that corner and see Machba for the first time, it's the holy grail, dog. Yeah, I'm finna switch trade Machba. Big four. I actually, it's ABD by my man Jayle. So I'll switch trade off the outledge into the street. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from Christopher Iker, the man who was talking about the Bucks last week. Oh my God, man. Can't believe you guys read that. Milwaukee Bunk Gang stand up. Actually, low key embarrassed. Was not expecting my email to get opened. You guys are the best. Got me laughing like a hyena at my desk. You are both spot on about the Bucks and Raps, though. You do not want to be in that 4-5 matchup. Well, you know, Bucks and Raps are going to play the day after this comes out, Thursday. So uh, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully, Lowry and Kawhi uh, stick it to y'all. 
uh, to shift back to skating. Do you have any experiences with pros or people in skating you were hyped on, but when you met them, they ended up being whack? Don't take the easy route and say sinner. I expect to hear a couple gunshots. Fuck the chief, fuck LeBron, and restock those bun hoodies. Much respect, Chris. Hey, that's, that's so cold to our boy Sinner. I didn't even. I would never have said Sinner. I love Sinner. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. same. That's Legend. the homie. You tell stories like Sinner, man. You're good around here. <laughs> uh, I think we've answered this question before in the past. So we did some brainstorming and tried to think of one or two new stories. And it's tough, man. Usually you meet people, and for the first time, it's hard for them to like come off that whack unless you're doing something whack to them, you know? You got to think when you're running into people at like demos and stuff, like they've seen a thousand of you guys before. So asking for their shit or whatever kids do can get pretty annoying. I think Kyle Walker and Tyson Peterson are actually over us. Not because they're whack, but probably because of, because of us. <laughs> that was no one's fault. Everyone was highly intoxicated. And they thought we were trying to clown them with, uh, with Ted. Mm -hmm. It just took a turn for the worse. And I'd like to take this time to apologize to Kyle and Tyson. Come back on the show, man. It's nice here. Yeah, I forget what house of ends we were at last time. And I saw Tyson. I was like, yo, what up? You remember me? And he's like, just gave me the dirtiest look. I'm like, duh. <laughs> yeah. So um, we owe them apology. And uh, this is it. Anyways, for me, this is not anything where they did something whack, but when I might have told this story too, actually, but when I was probably like 17, 18, Appleyard moved to Toronto for a summer and he was like my absolute favorite skater, idol and everything, um, could do no wrong in my eyes. And then we played skate and I beat him and I was so disappointed in him because I kept doing tricks that... I loved how he did them. So like I did a nollie back heel on him and like his one down Makwa Big Four was like my favorite one ever. And then he like fell on it and I was just like disappointed. I think that's the answer to a different question, but hey, we both answered it differently because we want to give new stories, man. You don't want to hear the same old story to save uh, telling the real team a joke. <laughs> and next up, we got an email from Sydney Amani. What do you guys think of skaters who jiggle their ankle to reposition their foot on the board? It makes me cringe whenever I see kids doing that kind of toe dance over and over, despite having their feet already in perfect position. I might give you a pass if you're flipping out of a manual or a grind, but that shit is straight up illegal on flat ground by my book. And still, I much prefer when people land in crooked grind with their foot already in position to pop that nollie flip banger. Not only is it poor ethics, it also pretty much reveals the trick about to happen. What's the style police saying, Sid? Isn't it necessary to move your foot around sometimes to get set up? I think he. I think I know what he's talking about. And people doing it not, for style? No, just even on flat ground. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm, I'm about give to me, come out. I'm give me an example. I'm about to come at two of my boys. You know I love you guys, Michael Maines, who definitely isn't listening, oh. and Morgan Smith. They definitely do that. Like where. They're rolling up to a trick and then they set up and they just wiggle their foot like so much. Yeah. As kind of like a, it's not like they need to, but it's almost like to make them feel more comfortable. They've gotten used you know to what it. I mean? It's just like, can you can you picture Morgan doing that? Yeah, he does, but like a little bit. If he's if he's doing some sort of something. flip in. Yeah. If he's just ollieing, obviously not, but like, you know, just picture him going up to a kickback tail and he'll just wiggle his foot. I think that's what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it. 
I can't even think of anyone else that does it. I don't have a problem with it, to be honest. I don't, yeah. Mains doing it back in the day was so intense that that was kind of like I didn't have a problem with it, but I, I know what the homie's talking about, Mr. Sid, but it doesn't rub us the wrong way like him, the Smith, wiggling his toes all over the place. <laughs> all right, next up, we got an email from Derek Clapper. Hey guys, love the pod. Can't wait to see what pops this season. That being said, now that it's the all star break in the NHL. Who do you think is the biggest surprise this year? It was Vegas last year, but what about the Islanders this year? Hurts me to say that as a Rangers fan, but even with losing John Tavares, they are leading the Metropolitan Division. When do you think Nylander gets going after holding out for the huge deal and only having a few points right now? Do you think he gets it going, or will he be like this all season? As always, love the pod. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. I'm going to shoot this over to our resident hockey expert. Who's been the most surprising team this season? Well, Derek, yes, you're on point. The Islanders, you know, surprise team this year. But <laughs> fuck all that. I'm going with my Montreal Canadiens, Atlantic Division, third best record. You know how we do. 28-18-5. We got Ty Domi's son knocking fools out. <laughs> Don't step to the Canadians. We're here to fucking make it pop this year, eh? That's why he's the resident NHL specialist, man. He knows his shit. Montreal Canadiens, supposed to be rebuilding, somehow holding on to a playoff spot right now. And I absolutely love it because I way rather play them in the playoffs than Boston. Yeah, we know how that goes, eh? Yeah, we do, unfortunately. They thought we was rebuilding in Montreal. They don't know us, yo. Ha! Big season. I just hope that uh, Mark Bergevin stays the course. They got the youngest team in the NHL. 10 games over 500. Hell of a year so far. As far as Nylander, uh, me and my buddy Cody Brown talk about this almost daily. The guy missed months of the season, so you got to think he's months behind. Hopefully, he'll catch up. Maybe it won't be this season. Maybe we got to wait till next season. But you're missing training camp, and then a couple months into the season, man. That's, that's a lot of time to lose. These guys are into the groove. Nylander is, uh, might be a lost cause for the season, man. Fucking guy. You got your money? Start playing. Man, <laughs> shit. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Keep sending in them emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. Yo, where's Theo Banks, dog? Yo, Theo, what the <laughs> fuck you sipping on, dude? <laughs> it's that time, the time you've all been waiting for, the skateboard world source for sports, the rundown. D. Jones, what we got on the menu? Man, sometimes I just feel bad we make them wait till the end of the show to hear <laughs> this shit. type of knowledge, man. <laughs> you know we starting in the NBA with the NFL off for a week. Big news dropping late Sunday night, Monday morning. Anthony Davis requesting a trade. I got to say, I'm shocked. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> we we saw the, the writing's been on the wall and uh, Bleacher Report reminded us non-New Orleans people how tragic of a, a stretch they've had in sports mm. from the no pass interference oh, call shit. to AD in the span of like a week and a half or one week exactly. I didn't even take that in. Yeah. That's terrible. Yo, if you're down there yo, anyone listening in New Orleans, we feel for you. Got, both got love for that city and we really want to visit sometime. Yeah, but 
not much to say about AD. We we knew this was coming. Yeah. If you're New Orleans, do you trade him to the Lakers? Like everybody kind of wants. I hopes, really don't thinks. want that to happen. Like, why would you trade him to the Lakers? I'd be like, fuck the Lakers. Yeah, fuck the Lakers. Well, I mean, I love the Lakers, but you know but in, how we feel about LeBron. Yeah, and in that like professional scene, why would you trade him to the Lakers? I'd be like, yeah. fuck that. I was like, yo, follow. Do exactly what the Spurs did actually, and say. Kawhi, you want to go to LA? Fuck that. We're sending you to Toronto. AD will welcome you with open arms. Masai, why not? <laughs> why yeah. not us? Yo, Ibaka, OG Ananobi, couple picks. Uh, what? Fuck. Take take them all, man. <laughs> as long as we can keep Siakam at the three. Yep. AD at the four or five. Where he he likes to play the oh. four, but dude, Kawhi, Lowry. I, okay, let's stop daydreaming. Okay, moving on. CP3 is back. Is this going to affect Harden's torrent pace towards MVP or what? Well, he's been back for one game, and I believe Harden dropped 40, <laughs> including the game winner. So let's go with no. Okay. Yeah, welcome back, CP. Does this make the Houston Rockets a contender or what? Yeah, man. Super slow start to the year. Mm-hmm. But with what Harden's doing now, you bring back CP. They got Kenneth Reed, who's just like basically putting up Clint Capella stats already. Uh, once they get Capella and Fareed backing each other up, Jesus Christ! I think, I think uh, they might, they might be just as good as last year when they're all healthy. Isn't it crazy that just a couple days ago Fareed was buried in the Brooklyn Nets rotation? I haven't understood that. Like I got it in Denver. I guess it's because there's been really young guys ahead of him in Denver when he wanted to get traded because they stopped playing him. Yeah, Jokic and shit like that. And then same thing, like the Nets are trying to go young. I don't know why Fareed went there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was up to him, but uh, I'm just glad he's getting some playing time um, because the Manimal is just the real <laughs> deal, man. Hey, we've he, both he owned him at times on our fantasy teams, yeah. and he can do a little bit of everything. He needs to be unleashed, man. It's a poor man's Montrez Harrell. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, Spencer Dinwiddie down three to six weeks. I think it was his thumb. Yeah. Dinwiddie, a diamond in the rough who I discovered. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets for a little bit. Sixth place in the Eastern Conference. D'Angelo Russell, ice running through his veins. What's good in Brooklyn, man? Bro, they got good coaching, man. They play hard. Fucking that coach ain't scared to bench fools if they ain't putting forward the effort. Like, Okafer was kind of lazy. He was just drafted so high, I feel like he, he felt like he couldn't. He didn't have to play defense in his career. Mm-hmm. Last year, even when fucking uh, their center got injured. or Fuck, who was their center? I just remember picking up Okafor off the wire when someone got injured because it was like, oh shit, it's his opportunity now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, he was he wasn't playing defense, got benched real quick, and all of a sudden we got Jared Allen. Yeah. Uh, just killing it for them. Yeah. Their their coach keeps the players accountable. You gotta play hard as fuck in the East. It doesn't take much over 500 to be the sixth seed. So so there's no reason why they can't stay there. Yeah, exactly. No, and dude, no no Levert, no Dimwitty. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if D'Angelo Russell's an, an all-star this year. Oh, he's got to be an all-star. Yeah. Uh, and getting Karis Levert back would be the best trade deadline acquisition they can make, man. Speaking of New York, say you're a free agent. There's the Knicks who can't get it right, and there's the Nets who we also know can't get it right, but seem to may have turned the corner here with this team they've got in the coach. You're a free agent. You're Kevin Durant. You kind of play like KD a little bit, you know? Where are you going? It all comes down to if you want that glamour 
or if you want to win i feel like because until the knicks owner sells the team they're gonna keep getting in their own way it feels like they've had their picks all these last seasons the nets haven't had a pick since the ice age <laughs> and somehow i was gonna try and one up you it. with something older but you went ice age so. they're they're killing it. dude it's <laughs> if if you want to win right now and go to a franchise that has their shit together like they fully rev- new GM. The thing is, coach. why can't Brooklyn be that glitz and glamour though? It's just down the street. We know we've been to Brooklyn. I, I know, but there's just, Brooklyn can be no, just as big. That's not what I'm. It's just the. I know it's the Knicks. It's, 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 it's the, the MSG. MSG. Everything. Everyone wants to take like a it's Kevin Durant wants to take on the challenge of I'm gonna be the one to bring the Knicks back. You know, yeah. like that's a fucking hard challenge. But if if I if it's me, I'm going to the Nets. Even though I, I personally don't like D'Angelo Russell. But personally, go, yeah, no. But if I'm a free agent, like yo, fuck, fuck the Knicks. Uh, I'm going to the Nets. Like, what the fuck are the Knicks doing? They paid um, Tim Hardaway all that money. Now they're trying to trade him. That's a good idea. They should trade him. Dust Canter. But it's like, how many times are they gonna press reset? This is getting pathetic. Yeah. Hey, I'm at a loss for words. I tried to find some words to defend them there, and I couldn't. <laughs> I dug deep too. Moving on, we talked about the Pacers last week being a goddamn problem. And then probably the saddest thing you see in sports, Oladipo, non-contact injury to his knee, out for the year. But I'm not I'm not out on the Pacers, man. I think they can still compete. Obviously, it limits their ceiling, but they're not done. I wish I had the stats, but Depot missed like, let's say, 13 games earlier in the year with a sore mm-hmm. right knee or left knee. And... Uh, I swear they went something like, you know, ten and four or something. Like it wasn't they, bad. They they kept winning without him. Miles Turner, man. That's another group that plays hard as fuck, well coached, mm-hmm. and um, they got I mean, guys pr- who can step up in those positions too. Yeah, they're probably Thad Young, Tyreek. They can take on more of a role. Exactly. Uh, Bogdanovich, Darren Collison's been playing great. Uh, Corey no- Joseph's gonna get more minutes. <clears throat> yeah, Aaron Holiday, but um. TJ Leaf, I'm just Uh-oh. I'm just dropping bench names because remember that fucker who like called us out a couple years ago on the Pacers. I forget what no, we said about we the Pacers. Said he's like, the you Pacers. guys probably don't. No, it's because we use the logo on the bench. Oh yeah, yeah. The logo. Come on, dog. We really do this shit, motherfucker. Anyways, Old Depot, they can stay in the playoffs, hundred <laughs> no, percent. Exactly. They're, they're gonna be in that four or five spot. I bet you now. They're in the, that first they're round. The third Woo! seed right now, but they'll move down a bit. I, I feel like the lowest they're going to go is the six. I think they'll be able to stay above Brooklyn. Because, man, look who's down there. Like, Miami. That's what I mean. They're going to have a four and five spot, even without Old Depot. Yeah. So, uh, they're just going to they're gonna play. A, it's going to be a lot less flashy yeah. for the Pacers for the rest I mean, of the season. Bogdanovich averaged 21 last time Depot was out. He was their, their go-to leading scorer. Miles Turner needs to step up, man. I like Miles Turner. He's playing a good game. No, he's playing great, but like he needs to. He, he could should, do more. He could why. drop twenty. I just mean offensively. Yeah. You I want think twenty out of the, him? The, yeah. No, I want eighteen. I want seventeen, eighteen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, uh, there's no reason why Sabonis is outscoring him off the bench. Yeah. Like, come on, Miles. <clears throat> After Paul George left, we all thought you were going to be a twenty and ten guy. Mm-hmm. You should be. No reason why you can't. Yeah. He needs to spend a day in the gym with Shaq. <laughs> Holy mentality, man. But let's move away from the NBA. It's an off week in the NFL. Everyone's waiting for the Super Bowl. One thing I can guarantee you about the Super Bowl, when the Patriots are involved, it's a hell of a game, right? It's always been a good one. Dude, honestly, since you got me into football, 
I've seen four Super Bowls and three of them had the Patriots. I don't really know what else. And yeah. the first one I watched, I didn't understand the game at all yet. Cam Newton the, let the us Cam down. Cam Newton one. Um, so every Super Bowl I've seen as, a, as an NFL fan has involved the Patriots. And I'm getting sick of it. But I also respect greatness. Shouts to Eggs Benny G on Instagram. Rename the Super Bowl the New England Patriots Invitational. <laughs> uh, who's gonna who, who gets their crack at the king this year? You know, but like we said off week, we're gonna hand out our NFL awards, man. We're starting with Coach of the Year. I'm gonna go with Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy. Easy one, man. The Bears shouldn't have been there. They're one of the better teams this year. Can't go wrong with that pick. I'm gonna go with the Colts coach Frank Reich starting one and five i believe mm -hmm. and turning that ship around playoff spot second round hell of a job next we're gonna go defensive player of the year and honestly i might just stick in chicago and go with khalil mack he single-handedly turned the team season around they got him at the beginning of the year obviously but he did it all i'm gonna go with aaron donald similar situation khalil mack came out hot and slowed down a bit and kind of didn't do much in the playoffs and on the flip side aaron donald started a little slow came on and uh he's he's been solid hard to argue he's not an mvp candidate either next up offensive rookie of the year this one seems to be a battle between baker mayfield saquon barkley i'm gonna go with baker just because they won more games yeah real talk i'm gonna go with saquon because i I forget the, the records, but he did a whole bunch of fucking rookie records and shit like that. Despite his team being pure trash, he kept them in games and he was fucking really fun to watch. Next up, defensive rookie of the year. I'll go with Indianapolis Colts rookie Darius Leonard. Led the league in tackles. Disrespected, didn't go to the Pro Bowl. So uh, here's your bunt award. I'm going to have to just agree with that one. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> Last but not least, most valuable player. It's an easy one, man. It's Pat Mahomes, dog. How do you go 50 TDs, 5,000 yards? He's basically a rookie. He sat on the bench all year, played one game, I think it was week 17, while Alex Smith was resting last year. Just to do what he did, everyone knows, man. It's his league moving forward. Bro, they would have won their playoff game last year if Mahomes played, I bet. Probably. Against the Titans, they lost to Tennessee. <clears throat> After being up like 21 to fucking nothing or some crazy shit 21 to 3 lose 22 21 didn't score in the second half but yeah mvp if this was first taken i was steven and i was steven a i would just disagree with you for the hell of it and say drew Brees. but i can't deny my boy pat mahomes 5,000 yards 50 touchdowns it sucks because drew Brees might never yeah get an mvp in his whole career let's just twist but it if you think about it it ain't a lifetime achievement award baby Mahomes. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. Thanks for listening. Peace out, y'all.